player 2 has joined the game. What's up everybody, welcome to episode 263 of the 2 Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, I heard the door. Heard <laughs> her. Along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How we doing? Fantastic. If this is the first time you're seeing, hearing, or listening to us, this is the two-player co-op podcast where just about every week, two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games. If you like that, make sure you like the video, subscribe, share it with your friends, family, and everyone in betwixt, and of course, make sure you hit that bell to get notified whenever we go live, either with a new video or a potential GTA online stream that gets hijacked by a couple of randos when we're trying to just do a mission. Still fun. Still fun. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said fine. Oh, they're like, it's still fine. No, I'm saying GTA. It was, was fun, still fun, but yeah. I really wanted to finish that mission. I haven't gone back because I'm like, I want to do it with you. We yeah. we need to get another let's, PlayStation let's go. together. Uh, if you really like us, you can go to patreoncom slash 2 co-op, just like our affiliates, James Solar, Sarah Solar, and John Tingley, as well as our producers, Steve Appleton, Aunt Sue, Vernon Slayton, and Dustin Downs. If you like cool T-shirts and the like, you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash two player co-op the biggest movie
Um, do you want to play it now and just get it out of the way? Yeah. I'll put it here so you all can appreciate it. Yeah, I can't wait. They say Seymour went to Macarena Temple. Macalania Temple. I. <laughs> Kevin Daddy X he just <laughs> I didn't get it until I heard him say it. Uh, 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 I like um So we started doing the one last mission we had to do. We did that. We got to go meet Dre at the golf course and stuff. It was so cool. Um it just felt so good. After playing the definitive edition of the trilogy, quote unquote definitive edition, playing GTA online again was just like, nah, this is how it's supposed to feel. You know, like they can talk all they want about GTA Five style controls in the, the the trilogy, but this is how it's actually supposed yeah, to feel absolutely. and play. In GTA Online, I mean, I played it for at this point, I don't even know a total over four hundred hours in GTA Five, but I can't remember how many I played online. Probably over three hundred at this point. I did beat GTA Five on PS3 and PS4. Honestly, I'll probably beat it on PS5 also next year when it comes out in March. Um, but it just was so much fun to get back into that world. I've never had an online multiplayer game that I liked as much as I like GTA online. Nothing is, there's not even, uh, I can't even tell you what number two is probably black ops two. Cause I was actually kind of decent at that for a call of duty game, but yeah. like this just going into a sandbox. And like I was saying, we streamed for about an hour, 45 minutes. The last half hour was when we were doing the first like real mission for Dre after we beat up some guy at a golf course, which was hilarious. But then we're in the middle of this mission. <laughs> when we just roll up at our yeah. hot pink neon green. Like we walked right out of Vice City. Um, and then we go to do this mission and it's like, okay, you got to get this helicopter. You got to parachute into the FIB building. Steal this doc, steal this ring or whatever it is. I said I was podcasting. Um, and neither of us could remember how to use the parachute. I hadn't used a parachute in at least a year, I would say. Probably two years was when we did our last stream. I, I looked that up uh, of GTA Online. And um, so we both jump out of the helicopter. First, I thought the helicopter was going to kill us both. We both missed horribly. I think we both died. Was that when you hit the building? We're like, no, I'm good. No. Uh, uh. That was the first time I actually deployed the parachute. <laughs> the first time I went up there, I jumped out. We were too high. I hit the building and went splat. Oh, what I did the first time was I was like, I'm trying to circle this building. I don't know how to slow down. I'm like, uh, and then I finally let go of the parachute. And I was like, maybe I'll live. Nope. <laughs> splat on top of the building. So then I went to go get another helicopter from the, uh, oh no, I Merriweather. called Merriweather. Killed the guy, got the helicopter, and I think this was when the people started messing with us. And no, it was the next one. It was because we I went back and watched this because okay. I don't see everything you see. I see everything yeah. from my standpoint, so it's funny to see yeah. your side of things. But so I go kill the Merryweather guy. We get the helicopter. We go up there again. I miss again. I'm I'm pissed. Sean almost has it. Hits the side of the building right at the top. Right. Like you almost landed it and then you fell. And so then there's you like kind of the, landed. There's like the roof. Yeah. And then there's like a little roof that's down a ladder. And I was trying to just catch that. And I splatted into the wall. Lived. Lived. Landed on like the railing. Yeah. Or the rail, you know, the raised part of the lower roof. And then just kind of like ragdolled. Just ragdolled my way off of that. It was falling. I'm like, oh, I'm dead. And I'm like, Wait, I'm still alive because all of a sudden I see he's like flying like this. I'm like, can I pull another parachute? And I pull it, but I was right against the building. So as soon as I pull it, you it just, just hit your head. <laughs> it just, yeah, and then I was dead. But 
And then after that, I was like, okay, then we got our butts kicked by these two randos that showed up. I'm like, we're just trying to do a mission. This is probably little like 12 year old. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they were level hundred, whatever, but they were decent players. But then I was like, I'm I'm sick of this. I'm just going to go steal a car, get away from these guys. And they were flying around on the flying motorcycle and all this. Can't remember if I said that. Like, I'm going to go to the airport. Can you buy one of those? I can, but like I, I just spent like seven, eight million dollars to do this DLC. So I'm like, I don't know that I want to go buy one. But yeah, I, I could afford it. I think they're like three and a half million or something. I've got like 17 million left. I probably should buy one. Yeah. Um, go to the airport, get a cargo bob because I was the only that was the helicopter that spawned there. I was like, great, the slowest, biggest thing, whatever. I finally get over there after they've killed us a bunch. I get over to Sean. I'm, I land, but the way I land, my the rotors are just hitting like a bridge. I'm like, this is going to blow up. This is bad. And then Sean's running towards me. He's like, Oh, Oh, I see the guy on the motorcycle on the flying motorcycle. I was like, Oh crap. All of a sudden a rocket comes in. I'm like, wait, (laughs) and it didn't blow up. Yeah. I was like, let me get out. And then it blew up. I don't know if he hit it again or it just finally exploded. And then we were just trying to kill them. They were trying to kill us until they finally left. And I was like, we tried to respawn because we ran out of time for the mission. And then I was like, okay, reload. And it just would not load. I was like, I cannot wait for the PS5 version of this. So then we just quit. But it's a lot of fun. I want to go back to it and actually do the mission. The the thing that's annoying, like I said in the stream, is first off, you have to be, you, to do like Kevin was asking, Kevin D. Um, oh, he sent us something. Mayor House said he was going to send us something. The envelope finally got here after he had sent other stuff to people in the U.S. and it got there last week. One of the people that he sent something to, the the envelope got opened and what was inside was missing. Ours was also opened and there was a hole in the side. The back was taped up, nothing in it. And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, I'm sorry that like you went to all this trouble. And wow. So yeah, so he's going to send it uh, over Christmas. <laughs> um, but yeah, like just to start this, you have to spend like two to three million to be, to buy an agency so you can be a CEO. It's just crazy the amount of money that it's locked behind. But to be fair, you can get a million dollars every month if you're on PS Plus, which sure. is what I've been doing. So I didn't mind doing it, but it is kind of annoying. But what's what's really annoying is that you can't do it in a private lobby. You have to be in a public lobby. Yeah. So you're there with a bunch of randos. I'm like, this is not fun anymore. Like this is, I mean, it was still fun, but like this is stupid. We want to do the mission. Stop just killing me. I'm just trying to get away. And I was sending the guy a message, and like right before I could hit send, it was like, <laughs> I get sniped or something. I was like, this is just this isn't fun anymore. Yeah. Um. But yeah. It was it was a lot of fun. Also, I did get the platinum for Space Kabam, the PS4 platinum. Once I cleared my mind, I went back. I died two or three times, and then I was like in the zone. Yeah. Nothing was hitting me, and I got it, so that was fun. I did, as I mentioned last week, I did go get. Uh, I bought I bought two games while we were podcasting last time. First one, Apple Slash, which is I can't remember if it was five bucks or two, if it was on sale or something, but it's another Radalika game. Uh, I got two platinums, PS5, PS4. First one took me about a little bit over an hour. Second one, after I knew what I was doing, was less than an hour. But it's actually kind of a fun. It's fun. This is it's still a quote unquote cheap platinum, but this is yeah. not like my name is Mayo or anything. This was top down black and white adventure where you the only other color is red. Like your hair is red. You're this little knight that hops along the screen. You've got a sword that at first, when you spawn in the game, he's just holding it on his well no on his right side. And so you would just hit X or R1 to attack. So I'm just, I'm like, well, how do I attack people that are on this side? It took me like 15 or 20 minutes before I was finally like, let me hit the right stick. Oh, that aims where you swing your sword. That makes this game a lot easier. Uh But you hop around this little world. You do all these 
these quests and stuff like that. Um, you got to help certain people in the world. You got to fight this big bad boss at the end. Um, do collectibles, get all the power ups, all this other stuff. And it was actually really fun. It was a top down slash, you know, hack and slash that I got two platinums out of. And I don't feel bad about that at all. I'm not going to say they're, I'm not going to say they're legitimate. First one was about an hour 15. Second one was about 45. Okay. So I'm not going to say they're legitimate, James. So shorter than Space Kaboom or whatever. Space Kabam. Space Kabam, if I was good, I could, if I were to do it now, I could probably get to 200,000 points. Well, you have to die also for one of the trophies, but I could do that. You should be able to do that in 10 minutes. I was just not good at that game. Yeah. Um, but it's fun, and I actually would recommend it. If you're chasing platinum trophies and you want a game that doesn't just feel like you're tapping 10,000 times or whatever that game you saw was, you didn't get it no. other than Mayo. But, um, it was actually pretty fun. I was very surprised. Hmm. I might check it out. So I would recommend it if you're chasing Platinums. Then the only other game I played, I also bought it while we were on the air last week. Death's Door. Not feeling it yet. But I feel like the reason I'm not feeling it is because I'm playing it with a stupid umbrella. Because in my head, be. I'm like, Platinum, Platinum, Platinum. I'm not going to beat this game twice. So... As Sean discussed last week, the hardest trophy to get in the game is to beat the game with the weakest weapon, which is an umbrella. Um, I didn't go back after I got beat the last time by the wave of enemies. It was uh, when, once you get to the, the blue wizards who kind of like throw a laser at you and then they spin around and disappear. As long as you hit them before they shoot the laser, you're you can fine. <laughs> you can like hit them multiple times. Oh, you can't. Like I was spinning around. You can also agon in them just hit it back at them oh okay see yeah I'm, I'm not done with the game by any means i did beat the first boss without dying not that that says anything and like the air the the very the, the very the very first before the guy knocks you out and takes the soul and leaves okay the the plant thing or whatever it is yeah i beat that without dying and i was like oh man this isn't so bad and then i got to the first wave of enemies and i remembered you saying it's like it's not really the bosses that are the worst part it's these waves of enemies I got the first wave of enemies and I died three or four times. I was like, I'm okay. I guess I'm not going to get the platinum, put it down, went back to to the next day. And I was like, okay, learn the patterns The the things that are the most annoying, at least in the early game are the guys that just like go, and they run at you. And then they do like a, they hesitate and then they go, right. And it's just, well, that's one of the worst parts. If you could actually use a weapon, you could just run up to him and go, and that would kill him. But with the umbrella, you're like, and they're still alive. And if you try to just hit another combo, they're going to hit you. The delay before it. So you need to roll away, go back in, and then finish them off. And then there's the enemies that look at you, and then they roll at you. You can only attack them from the front or when they're down on their back like a turtle. Yeah. So you can... I think that's the quicker way to kill them, but you can also kill them hitting them in their little backpack thing, whatever that is. You just got to hit them a hundred times. The big face. I mean, more than you would the other way, but... Then there was the yeah. mages and stuff. There's the little flying bats. Those aren't bad. But once I finally realized R2 is a heavy attack, I was like, okay, I can heal, I can kill <clears throat> the bats with one hit. That's cool. Then I learned the rolling attack, roll triangle, or roll And it's kind of got like a Demon Souls kind of vibe. But what's good is you don't lose your... Actually, I think they're souls. You don't lose your souls, correct. When you die. I'm over 500-something so like, now. I need to go so make So even if upgrade. you just keep dying, like kill a few enemies, die, <laughs> kill a few enemies, die. And just die. level up, yeah. They... Yeah, you gradually get more and You and can more find and the balls that are like 100 souls at once yeah. and stuff. So I've got like 550 or something now. It, at least all the first upgrades are just 400. So I know, like I was telling you. It pretty I much just, it goes 400, 800. Oh, my God. 1,000. 
1200 1500 or something okay but yeah i need to go back and do my first upgrade to be stronger i think that will help for sure um and then once that's done i can go back the only, the only thing i hate the, the reason i didn't go back is when i got to that long wave of enemies with with at the end there was like two or three wizards and three of the guys that lunge at you i was just like i got so far and i died and i had a seed back here waiting i just couldn't get over it to fill fill my health up so like, the other thing with those seeds that I didn't realize, um, a they which you've probably figured out by now, they regenerate every time you die. Once you plant a seed, they regenerate. Yeah, it's yeah. a one-time use for that life. Mm-hmm. But there would be times where I would have a bunch of seeds, and I'm like, I got full health before I realized You're they like, were that way, waste it, yeah. and I wouldn't plant it. One of the trophies is to get all the seeds and plant all the seeds. Uh, so okay. if you have them, use them. There's no point. In Whenever I come across them. a pot, just put them in there yes. just because. Yeah. The, the thing I didn't like when I died that last time, I was like, oh, man, I'm back at the beginning. But I know now I've opened up gates and ladders and stuff. So I can get it's back there It's just easy to quickly. get lost. Yes. Like, yeah. Is there a map? I didn't even check. Mm-mm. I didn't think so. Nope. But You can like sometimes find them online that people have created, but not in-game, no. I'm definitely not done with it. I would like to... I would like to beat it before we do our game of the year stuff. Um, I think the hardest thing is it feels like it's Zelda, but you have to play it more like Demon Souls. You yeah. can't just run around and like no, at least not learn, with the umbrella. You, you got to learn like, the patterns. Yeah, and, yeah, get your hits in, back away, finish them off. But you also got to be mind- when you've got six enemies on the screen and they've all got different attack patterns. It's like and there's uh, also something to be set. You can't go crazy, but if you're like too i don't know passive yeah that's also no good like you need to be aggressive without being stupid about it i don't know you'll it's it's a happy medium you'll eventually figure out yeah so i'm definitely not done with it hopefully i'll make more progress before well actually we're going to pre-record the next episode because it'll be christmas weekend so patrons we're going to go live another time this week maybe wednesday i think if that works out um but yeah so i don't know i'm not done with it but I'm kind of like, man, why do they have to have that one stupid trophy? Why do they have to have the umbrella trophy? Yeah. And you can miss the umbrella. Like, you have yeah. to explore yeah, that like opening. You start with it. I didn't go looking for it. And I was you just didn't, like... You didn't swing your weapon, your sword. I did the first time. Okay. I hit, like, a pot with it, and I was like, okay, new <laughs> save. Restart. Yeah. yeah. And who... I, I probably screwed this up already, but whatever. I don't I don't think I did. That that time, I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. Because the, the first time, I was just walking around the, the opening area... I found the umbrella, but I was like, wait a minute. I think I broke a pot. That probably counts. Okay. Nope. I've been playing like 10 minutes. Just exit out, start over. It's fine. What would be nice, and I don't think it exists, but what would be nice is if there was a new game plus Mm -hmm. and you just go and do new game plus, you're already fully leveled up with your umbrella. Right. And I don't think there is. Yeah. But there's something to be said for it. It would definitely be way easier the second time around just because you've gotten, you know, how to play it. Yeah, and, and you up. don't need yeah. to worry about, uh, but you do still want to find everything because you're going to want to level up. You're going to want to use all the health seeds. Yeah. So I don't know. Other than you just being more familiar with the game, it's probably not that much easier. Yeah. So I don't know. <clears throat> I think you'll figure it out. John Tingley in the chat. Did you pick up Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon? No, I have not yet, but <clears throat> we love us some sho- Shovel Knight here. I will say... I watched uh, the completionist video on Pocket Dungeon over the weekend, and I was like, 
this this does look cool. Now I feel like a lot of his footage was from when he knew what he was doing and he's moving around and I can't so the, the one thing I couldn't tell John, let me know is it's like it's Shovel Knight, but it's a match three kind of a thing, puzzle thing. But it seems like it seems like the board waits until you make a move. And then once you move, stuff falls and enemies show like but I couldn't tell because all his footage was like boom, 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 boom. Like he was moving everywhere so fast. I was like, I don't know if this is actually how it plays or not, but yeah. it looks pretty cool. I love me some Shovel Knight. I just want Shovel Knight 2. Dang it. Driving me nuts. I don't know when we're ever going to get it. That was one of my predictions that went wrong. Oh, I was thinking back. Did we say who won the predictions? I think we skipped over that because I was just so annoyed no, by the show. No, we said you did because I did, did. Did you really give yourself a no, half no, a no, point? No, no, but our actual predictions winner. I won seven oh, to six. Oh, for the awards? Yeah. Uh, I don't think I said it. I don't know. We may not have. But yeah, I won 0. 0.5 to zero because Kojima was on screen. <laughs> and uh, the predictions of the awards, I won seven to six, but we didn't We didn't do very good there. But yeah, that's it. I think that's all I've played. Um, I want to get back to GTA. I definitely want to get back to Death Store, give it a good fair college try. But uh, yeah, that's it for now. Sean. Yes. Why don't you fill me up and then you want to get the news of the week? Let's do it. All right, Sean. It has been a slow... We we don't like mason jar tops. We're not a fan of the tops of the jars of mason. Why is it a mason? Is it from the masons? Do we know? I don't know. That is a good question. That's one thing I've always wondered. I don't know that I've always wondered. Have you always wondered? But I have wondered. Or did you just start? So a couple weeks ago... We talked about how there was a quote-unquote new splinter cell in development at Ubisoft. Yeah, we got a little bit left. Now we know officially from Ubisoft that that splinter cell game is happening, and it's not a new game, it's a remake. This comes from IGN. Ubisoft has announced that it has greenlit the development of a remake of its stealth classic Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell. Announced on Ubisoft's, Ubisoft's website, the remake will be developed by lead studio Ubisoft Toronto, the developers of Splinter Cell Blacklist. It will be built from the ground up using the Snowdrop engine, which is the tech being used for the Division games, the upcoming Avatar Frontiers of Pandora game, which I completely forgot that was still happening, and Ubisoft's as-yet-untitled Star Wars game. In an interview posted to the Ubisoft website, producer Matt West said, quote, I think it kind of has to be a remake as opposed to a remaster. Although we're still in the very earliest stages of development, what we're trying to do is make sure the spirit of the early games remains intact in all the ways that gave Splinter Cell, early Splinter Cell its identity, end quote. Part of keeping that remake true to the series' identity is that it will be a linear game and not open world, akin to many other Ubisoft games. As for the gameplay that happens within those linear levels, the emphasis, emphasis is once again on stealth, not action. Quote, it's safe to say a lot of us on the team are stealth purists, and we're behind that level of seriousness when it comes to those kinds of mechanics and those sorts of things that we want to see in this game, says Chris Outy, Splinter Cell's new creative director. And this is all quotes. And we're very, very aware what makes classic Splinter Cell what it is. They're what? Very, very aware. Aware, sorry. <laughs> it's important for us to preserve the sense of mastery by supporting players who observe the situations, make their plan, use their gadgets, and outsmart the enemy creatively to deal with the challenges they are presented with. Ideally, they end up coming out on the other side with no one having realized you were even there. That's the essence of Splinter Cell. The gameplay experience we are targeting is directly tied to what we want players to feel, to capture the essence back when we were all playing the original games, said West. 
It's unclear if anyone from the original Splinter Cell team is working on the remake, but technical producer Pete Peter Hendrinos says that the series veterans are part of the new team. Quote, there are a lot of vets here, so we're going to have a really good mix of people who have worked on previous Splinter Cell games and new team members who are joining and bringing fresh energy and ideas. But it does look like this remake could just be the start of Ubisoft's revised efforts on Splinter Cell. I'm going to editorialize here. I'll believe it when I say it. Yeah. With this remake, we are building a solid base for the future of Splinter Cell, Audi said. While this is the first true Splinter Cell game for many years, Ubisoft also last year announced that a Splinter Cell VR game is in development. I had forgotten about that. I think that might be an Oculus exclusive, but let me know if I'm wrong. With two Splinter Cell games in active production, it means Sam Fisher's curse of being relegated to a guest star in every other Tom Clancy game, from Ghost Recon to Rainbow Six, seems to finally be over. So, a little bit of a recap here. It's being made by Ubisoft Toronto. They are using the Snowdrop engine. Some people online were like, man, why aren't you just doing it in Unreal 5? And I'm like, well, yeah. Oh, I still never played the Matrix thing. I need to go do that. I mean, it's worth checking out. Just, just to see it. I know it's to, not yeah. fun, but just to yeah. see it. Um, it will be a full remake, not a remaster. It will respect the original game and original game's fan base. It will not be open world. Sean. Who knows what's happening with Metal Gear? What do you think about Splinter Cell Remake finally being confirmed as real? I think Splinter Cell is a big gap in my backlog. I don't even want to say backlog. It's not in my backlog. I've just, I never played it. I don't know why, because it seems like a game I would love. Um, I'm very, very interested in this. I'm glad they're just remaking it but staying true to what it was not trying to force it into this open world like i'm somewhat you know just gonna wait and see but if this is true if it happens whatever i'm very excited for it yeah it's one of those things where like i've talked about stealth games in the past like do i love stealth games or do i just love Metal Gear. And part of what makes Metal Gear Metal Gear is not at all what Splinter Cell is about. Splinter Cell is very grounded in reality. It's a Tom Clancy game before Tom Clancy games started having Rainbow Six aliens and stuff like that. It's grounded in reality. It is stealth. It is looking at the level. It's seeing your targets. It's seeing what gadgets you have. What can you do to lure them here? And there. Like, like they say in, in the write-up there in IGN, how can they how can you get through this level and never let anyone know you were there? Metal Gear is kind of that, and it was really that Metal Gear Solid 5. But to me, it's always been more about that mixed with just Kojima. Yeah. And Splinter Cell has no Kojima in it, obviously. I know that. But I'm just saying, like, the reason I the reason Metal Gear Solid 3 is still my favorite game of all time isn't because it's the best playing game or the best looking game or anything like that. It's the best story, I still think, in any game that has ever happened in the history of video games. Can Splinter Cell, and I don't even have any idea what the story of the original Splinter Cell is. No idea at all. But what I wonder is, can Splinter Cell, just with the stealth military stuff, can it hook me the way the old Metal Gear games did? I think. Oh, it, John Tingley says Splinter Cell ruined Metal Gear Solid for him for him so there you go i think it could 
I think if done properly, if this is a good... To me, I think stealth is right up your alley. I don't think it's just Metal Gear. I don't think it's just Kojima. I think this is coming from a person that's never played Splinter Cell, but I think if it's as beloved as it is, and now they're remaking it, not just remastering, remaking it, if they do it right, I don't see how it could not be good. Yeah. This is assuming this happens. I mean... Yeah, if they're in the earliest state, I mean, they, they put up job listings and stuff. Like, yeah. As of right now, this is probably just an idea. Right, yeah. But it is good <clears throat> that we're getting to that time now where <clears throat> games from, like, the PS2, Xbox generation can get remade. Yeah. You know, like, even Dead Space, I think, was 360. I think that was, like, 2007, maybe 2009. <clears throat> the original Splinter Cell is a lot older than that. So to take a game like that, or like Resident Evil 2, for crying out loud, and 3 to a lesser degree, <clears throat> and we all know 4 is coming. I don't know. My, I'm losing my voice. Do we, though? Yes. <clears throat> they have been very, very silent. The actor the actor for Wesker put out concept art of RE4 Remake and then was like, oh, no, I didn't send that to somebody. He was like, well, yeah, you did, actually. I'm still... Part of me is still wondering, do we already have the RE4 remake? And it was just Oculus. the VR thing. No. Like, I hope not, but I don't know. Oh, also, you have to bring back uh, Michael Ironside to play Sam Fisher. Period. You have they, to. Uh, yeah. Just like if Metal Gear Solid 3 remake or Metal Gear 1 or 2 remake, whatever, one of them's happening. At this point, we can say it's happening. I mean, we can't, but we can assume, <laughs> I should say. Say it. We can assume it's happening. Um, you have to bring David Hayter back. You have to. Yeah. I don't want Jack Bauer doing Naked Snake from Metal Gear Solid 3. I don't want that. Right. He was fine as Venom Snake. I don't need to get anything about that game here. I get why they did it and everything, but like for that, and I don't think Hayter really has any love loss for Kojima at this point because of Metal Gear Solid 5, but I think they will bring Hayter back. Now I'm on a tangent. Um... Yeah, they have to bring back Michael Ironside. Dead Space was 2008. Thank you, James. Um, James says he's keeping his hopes low for Splinter Cell, but he's still looking forward to it. I am too. Yeah. Um, one of my buddies on Twitter was like, I don't care. With what Ubisoft has been doing lately, why would I even care about this? I'm like, well, if it was a new Splinter Cell that was going to be like, it's going to turn out to be a Battle Royale or something, <laughs> I'd be like, okay, but they're remaking the first game. Like, I think because of that, we're not going to have a bunch of NFTs and stuff like that in it. But who knows? Yeah, We'll talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, I'm excited. I hope it fills the Metal Gear Solid-shaped void in my soul. What shape is that? A Big Mac. A Big Mac? Big Mac. We were talking. I was actually I was talking to Rasan like how how I still love Winter Soldier so much and how I say it's a Metal Gear movie and I was like in my head I'm thinking oh, it's kind of it's a Metal Gear movie but it doesn't have the mechs. I'm like wait yes it does. It's got the helicarriers. They're yeah. like the sh they're like flying Shagahods or something. You know. Basically, yeah. Can you imagine if Winter Soldier was actually like he was fighting a Metal Gear? Then it would have been actually a Metal <laughs> Gear movie. That's the only thing it was missing was a was a Metal Gear. Yeah. Next up, <clears throat> slow news week. So the second item on the list is PlayStation finally announces custom covers for the PS5 and new DualSense covers. New colors, sorry. 
I'm tired. It's not because of that. That's not hitting me at all. I mean, really? I don't think it is. It might be. <laughs> I think it is. Um, remember, they patented the fin design. A couple months ago, we talked about that. The the fin design of the, the side plates on the PS5. They shut down D-Brand, and then they were like, well, screw you. We're going to patent our own side plates. And I ordered one. I still like those better than these. But now they did finally patent, like I said, they patented, they patented, that's a hard word to say, the side thing. So once they did that, we're like, oh, they're going to bring out their own colors finally, more than a year after this thing came out. Cool. Yeah. But this comes from the PS blog. Today, we are pleased to reveal the newest colors to join the PS5 family of color accessory offerings. Nova Pink, Starlight Blue, and Galactic Purple. Why can't you just call them Pink, Blue, and Purple? (laughs) Or Light Blue? Because that's not blue. No. When I saw somebody say blue, I was like, huh? Oh, oh, that's not blue. That's like almost like teal or aquamarine. Yeah. If it was like blue, yeah. Try to find it. It's not like Mario blue. It's almost like that, but it's more Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Adding to the previously released Cosmic Red and Midnight Black. Again, call them red and black. DualSense wireless controllers. Controller colors. The latest Galaxy-inspired inspired colors will launch globally starting in January at participating retailers. We're also introducing new PS5 console covers. The fact that they call these things console covers is so confusing. You aren't covering It's not anything. a cover. Right. Because at first when, I, when they said that, I was like, oh my God, are these like gigantic decals or something? I'm like, no, they're actually side plates. So why would you... I get they cover... The console, but, but like, what's currently there is also already part of the yeah. console. It's so confusing. Um, we're introducing the PS5 console covers to match all the Galaxy-inspired DualSense wireless controllers in the colors I already talked about. These new covers are beautiful and easy to use. Simply remove your original white PS5 console covers and click your new ones into place. PS5 console covers will be available for both the PS5 with the Ultra HD Blu-ray disc drive and the PS5 Digital Edition. Midnight Black and Cosmic Red PS5 console covers will be available starting in January. The Nova Pink, Galactic Purple, and Starlight Blue PS5 console covers will launch in these locations during the first half of 22. Um, so it turns out these, so the the PS5 controllers, so the DualSense controllers are 75 a piece, which I think is what I played paid for my black one over there, I think. And then the covers are 55. The covers. Yeah. Which is what I paid for the thing I got from D-Brand. So I'm like, nah, I don't feel like I should cancel that and get these. Because, again, I would still like it to be a smaller profile without these gigantic freaking Eye of Sauron things on the sides. Um, Very bad translation. Right, James? Are you going to get any covers for your PS5? Will you get Nova Pink or Galactic Purple or whatever? To be fair, I do like the colors. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I want it. Like, I know Jess doesn't even like yours being white. That's why I, I don't I'm getting switching black. to blue, yeah. pink, no. purple is going to go over well. That's why I'm getting the black. And that's kind of how I feel. Like, <clears throat> I think they're cool colors. They definitely I do like the purple. Pop. Yeah. Yeah. But I also don't want a giant purple, purple pink, or console. blue. Yeah. yeah. Like, so if anything, I would get the black, but I also don't want to pay $55. Like, this seems like something that should be like $30 maybe. Like, it's literally a piece of plastic. So, I'm not in any rush. I think eventually Wario will probably tweet, hey, these are on sale, and I'll grab one then, but yeah. I'm not paying full price for them. Now, where do you have yours? Is it downstairs or upstairs? 
Downstairs? Downstairs. Is it in the cabinet or outside it's the cabinet? It's on top of the cabinet. Okay. But the shelf above it is too short to, to stand So up. it's on top yeah. of the cabinet, but Side flat. Yeah, yeah, horizontal. Whatever the, that word is. Yeah. Yeah, mine is just sitting on top of my entertainment center, whatever thing. My table, really. It's not an entertainment center. I would like John Tingley. I would like a gray, blue, or midnight blue console cover. Uh, See, I want a blue controller. I think a blue, like a dark blue, like a very matte dark blue kind of thing would look cool. Have you seen Xbox's uh, controller, the shock blue color? That looks dope. I think so. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, I want that kind of just like blue, like. Not even Giants blue, because I would like it a little brighter than that. I don't want to talk about the Giants. Jake Fromm did decent. I know. I don't know. Way better than old man Mike Glenn. Yeah. In. <laughs> I don't know. That, that doesn't really do it for me. I would rather, if it's going to be, if they would have had an awesome blue controller, I would have probably bought that, even though I have no reason to. Because I've, I've already three had two controllers. controllers. I don't need a third. But, yeah. You already have a George? We already have a George. And last but not least on the news this week, controller. <laughs> James agrees with you 100%. But because of the delay, I'm not sure what he agrees on. Probably about not paying full price. Yeah. Waiting for sale, maybe. I don't know. NPD results are in for November for U.S. video game sales. Software. I, you're looking at it. Yep. Call of Duty Vanguard is number one. Shocking. I don't get... I, 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 it's weird that people that love Call of Duty... But I guess people that love Madden and FIFA, whatever, they buy that every year also. But, like, I don't understand why it's just written in stone that Call of Duty will be number one every month it comes out, period. And for the year also. I don't know. Kevin, I'll buy you a Shock Blue Xbox controller when you get your Series S. All right. Hey. Hey. Number two, this one was surprising to me because apparently this game sucks. Battlefield 2042 came in at number two. Yeah. I've heard nothing but complaints about this game. But this could also be people bought it and then were like, oh, crap, this game is broken. Yeah, that is pretty. The the shock blue. I'm telling you. See how blue that is? But also, this goes back to the fact, why doesn't Sony just have the thing, the, the design lab or whatever the hell it's called, that I would Xbox love has. That. Yeah. Why can't I just go make like a Yankees dual sense? Not yeah. that I would, but like I should be able to, or a Giants, or whatever. Like again, one of the other things Xbox definitely does better than Sony. So, yep. There's that. Number three, my game of the year, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl combined to reach number three. Of course, with Nintendo games, this never counts digital sales. I think we talked last week that they sold like six million in the first week or something. It's just crazy. Like, Nintendo is just printing money with the Switch. Yeah. I don't get it. Number four. This was surprising to me. This means a lot of people on PC are buying it. Forza Horizon 5. Which, by the way, that won IGN's Game of the Year. I saw that. I was surprised. Mm, whatever. I mean, it's fine. It does. I don't care. But it's just... It's weird. It's the first time they've ever given, given a driving game as Game of the Year. I don't know. I mean, it's beautiful. It's fun and everything. It is beautiful. I get it. Yeah. And it was the best reviewed game on Metacritic, so I guess I have nothing to say, but yeah. 
number five, Madden 22. So everybody complains. Just while well, everybody complains about Call of Duty 2, and that's number one. Number six, Mario Party Superstars. That's kind of shocking. Yeah. I think it came out right at the end of October, though. So they probably... It was like October 29th or something. So I guess that makes sense. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy is number seven. Good for them. Hoping to play that game a little bit later this year. Number eight, FIFA 22. Number nine, Far Cry 6. Dropped all the way from number one in September, I believe it was. Down to number nine. I just don't care about Far Cry. I never have. No. Number 10... NBA 2K22. As I was alluding to earlier, this is now 14 years in a row where a Call of Duty game has been the best-selling game in the month that it came out. That is ridiculous. Like, I mean, I believe it, but it's insane. I can't remember if it was the year before Modern Warfare or the year after was the last time they took a year break. I can't remember because I can't. That was 2007, right? 14 years ago. So, yeah, 14 years ago. So, it must have been right before that. And especially, this tells you that no one cares. No one really cares when it comes down to it, or they might not be aware. All this talk about Activision and the horrible higher-ups there and and business practices and, uh, uh, you know, harassment. No one cares. Apparently. It's number one. And I think it's already the best-selling game of the year already. So, no one cares what... I liked Madden 22 as well, James. But nobody cares about what Activision is doing when it comes to buying the games. No one's ever going to boycott Call of Duty. It ain't going to happen. <clears throat> Switch was the best-selling console in November. It was now It's now the best-selling console in the U.S. for 35 out of the last 36 months. Of course, the OLED just came out. They've got the light, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, the, one, the one month it didn't win, of course, PS5 won. But that was... That was one month. <laughs> yeah. So, Sean, any thoughts? I don't know what that word was. Thoughts. <laughs> There's like an N in there. Thoughts. thoughts. No, I mean. Man, the Bucks suck. For the most part, it's what you would expect. Yeah. I'm not rooting for the Bucks. I just need Brady to win me my fantasy playoff game. It was between three and four. There you go, James. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was as well. John Tingley, the last Call of Duty game he bought was Modern Warfare 2. Wow. The last one I bought, well, I got uh, Black Ops Cold War last year for Christmas just because I was like, hey, it's a Black Ops game. I love Black Ops 1. Black Ops 2 was okay. Black Ops 3 sucked. I returned it. Black Ops 4 was multiplayer only, so I didn't even play it. But I love the original Black Ops, and to a lesser degree, Black Ops 2. But now, uh, Modern Modern Warfare 2 next year, I really did like Modern Warfare a couple years ago. I thought that was really well done. And now I'll probably get Modern Warfare 2. But I'm not getting Vanguard. I don't want to play a freaking World War II shooter. That None of that sounds fun. It's to like me. playing Red Dead. Yeah. Like, why would I want to go from a game with like cool weapons to just like? I mean, it's World War II. It's not like it's like it's not World War One bolt still. action. Yeah, <clears throat> but I mean, still, I don't. I don't know. Noah did buy it with his own money on Xbox on his One X or One S, whatever that thing is. Yeah, One S. Really. Um, he played it for a little bit and was like, eh, I'm going back to Apex and <laughs> Warzone. I'm like, well, that was 60 bucks. You're not going to get back. Uh, Live and learn. James Solar's last Call of Duty was Modern Warfare 1. So I assume that means the original Modern Warfare. 
Good for you. Don't drink the Kool-Aid, guys. Drink the eggnog. That is really good. I don't remember it being good. Well, because you've probably only had store-bought, which is not yeah, that's true. very And then you just throw brandy in it, and brandy is not something yeah. very good. Now it's time for the wrap-up, Sean. Where are we at? Yeah, I thought it was going to be tough to even get to an hour. We'll be right at an hour. We'll be right at it. Nintendo held another Nindies show this past week. Modern Warfare 1 was the last time I tried to buy a game from GameStop. John Tinkley. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I got a game from GameStop. I got my NES Classic there. I waited in line. I remember that. Yeah. That was like on election day, too. Um, Nindy's show. A lot of stuff was shown. Not a lot that I care about. But a game that I know is going to be up your alley. We talked about forever ago when it was announced. Now has a release date. Sea of Stars is coming out holiday next year. This is from Sabotage. The devs of The Messenger. Yeah. Are you excited? I I think it looks great. Yeah. I don't know if I would go so far as to say I'm excited. But I'm... I don't know. Intrigued? Intrigued. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll give it some intrigue. You're I'm keeping, not ready to give it excitement yet. You're keeping your eye on it. Also, River City Girls 2 is coming out summer 2022. Be interesting to see when Shredder's Revenge comes out and which is the better beat-em-up. A report this past week said that apparently Rockstar is developing Bully 2. Now, I never played Bully. Never Bully. really cared to. Did you? No. Back on PS2? I think it's an interesting concept. But yeah, yeah, I never played it. I don't know how it's been generally received. But I also kind of just say, I just wanted to say, stop doing anything stop that's anything not GTA else. 6. Yes. Like, for yes. God's sakes. But, yeah, that could be cool. But hopefully GTA 6 comes first, but who knows? I don't know. To release Bully 2 in this day and age well, will be interesting. I hope they release it just so I can watch the, the S-Storm. <laughs> it was just announced today as we're recording this that Final Fantasy VII Remake owners who got the game on PS Plus can upgrade to the PS5 version finally this Wednesday. I always thought that was stupid. Like, I figured they would fix it. I didn't think it would take this long. But I'm like, there's no way they don't... I don't know. That it's was been, stupid. It's been six months, right? Wasn't Integrate June? Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah. Right around there. Now, this is only to just upgrade to the PS5 version of Final Fantasy VII. Right, not... If you want Integrate... integrate. You can upgrade it at a 25% discount, I think it said. Apparently, for some reason, Netflix is working on a live-action Mega Man movie. What the hell? Why? I don't like it. I hate it. Like, I don't know. I just can't picture it. No. I would be fine with, like, an animated. Is he going to look like the guy from the box art in one where he's just holding <laughs> he's a gun? Like, and he's <laughs> yellow and turquoise? Like, Mega Man's supposed to be small. Yes. If he's you hired, boy. like, a normal, like, sized person. <clears throat> I don't know. He's running around like Rhino and Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man 2 or something. Uh, I don't know. I think this gets canceled, personally. Yeah, I don't think there's any way this sees the light of day. Especially Netflix. Like, you've seen how great animated adaptations can be to one extent the resident evil movie i had fun with it i thought it was good the animated one the uh i can't remember what the hell it was called um 
Leon and Claire were both in it. Yeah. I can't remember what it was called, but I thought that was fun. But then like Castlevania, are you kidding me? Yeah. To me, that's still the best video game adaptation we've ever had. Live action or animated. It was perfect. Yep. So why do this with real people? Also, I just don't know that Mega Man really lends itself. Nobody's playing Mega Man for the story. No, you just go around and beat robots, take their powers, and then beat the next one, and then go kill Dr. I feel like Wiley. this is going to be like 1990 whenever yeah. Mario Brothers movie. Like, that has, this has that written all over it. Yeah, like, just has shoehorn a story into it. it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Put Dennis Hopper in there as <laughs> Dr. Dr. Wiley. Ask Creed Valhalla is getting DLC that will bring Cassandra into the game from Odyssey. They're also getting another DLC called Dawn of Ragnarok, which will be their, quote, most ambitious expansion ever. Good on Ubisoft for continuing to support this game. Um, but, yeah, just get to work on Splinter Cell, please. Tom, Tom Holland for Mega, Mega Man. Man. It'll probably be Chris Pratt. <clears throat> oh, no, I got my Mega Buster. <laughs> You know his voice. He's not even going to do that. Yeah, it's. It, I'm. That movie's going to suck. It came out this past week that Forspoken is a PS5 console exclusive for two years. The new Square Enix open world action RPG. It looks pretty cool, though. I don't know if I'll play it yet, but we'll see. YouTube announced this past week on every app, website, and everything that you could go to. If you picked up, if you open YouTube, it'd be like mine, 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 and then no, that's the sequel. <laughs> You know what I mean, though. They're mining blocks, and then it says one trillion. Minecraft on YouTube has had one trillion views. We did contribute to that a little bit, or at least my kids did. We did a mine. They did a Minecraft let's play on the channel. Your family has probably done about a million of those views, which is only a millionth. Casey himself has probably done nine hundred thousand. Uh, Star Wars Eclipse. I uh, got a trailer at the Game Awards. Came out this week, though, that it may be three to four years away from actually becoming real, which means that was nothing but CGI. They right. don't know what they're doing. Uh, Quantic Dream apparently struggled to hire devs for the project as well. That sucks. I do wonder what that game will end up being, if it'll be a typical Quantic Dream game or if they're going to get into more of an action-based game. But hopefully, hopefully at some point we'll actually see it. System Shock Remake is officially coming out next year, and I wrote that it looks good. System Shock is what Bioshock was based on. System Shock was basically Bioshock before Bioshock, and it was Bioshock in space. I kind of got my eyes on this. Hmm. I had heard of it, but I don't think I really knew what it was. What worries me is what happened with your beloved 13's remake that just was like a 2 out of 10 or whatever. Yeah. You didn't ever end up trying it, did you? Okay. Nope. Well, that's good. Windjammers 2 has a release date. It's coming out January 20th, 2022. In unfortunate news, Tencent has acquired Turtle Rock, the devs of Back for Blood and a bunch of other asymmetrical shooter games. Tencent, please go away. Don't come for me now, China. <laughs> <clears throat> Dr. Disrespect apparently this week opened up a quote-unquote AAA game studio called Midnight Society, with former devs from Call of Duty and Halo. Now, apparently this guy actually, before he became a weird, creepy, horrible Twitch streamer, was in video game development, which I didn't know. So when I heard that, I was like, okay, well, that at least makes it a little bit more believable. But hmm. 
Wasn't he canceled already or something? Like, I don't know. He seems like the kind of guy that would have been, but I don't know that he's ever had... He got, like, kicked off Twitch for streaming from a bathroom or something really weird. Really? Do you remember that? No, I mean, I can't keep them all straight, but... (sighs) Uh, CD Projekt Red has settled lawsuits brought against the company after the horrific launch of Cyberpunk 2077, and they they paid out a whopping 1.85 million dollars so they did not get punished at all (laughs) james says bring back so you think you can dance so i can force you to play detroit become human i've got it on my ps plus collection i think right yeah Yeah. that's on there it's only like a five-hour game just play it i might i might do that there's so much coming next year though oh my god that's why i don't even know if i'm actually gonna play gta 5 ps5 because there's so much yeah, maybe we'll talk about that next week's episode. Great. Perfect timing. Ernie Hudson has said that a new Ghostbusters game is coming, and he and Dan Aykroyd are involved. I never know how to say his name. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> how do you say his name? I say Aykroyd. I always thought it, I always used to, when I was a kid, I always thought there was an N. I thought it was Aykroyd. Oh, it's definitely not that. I know. I know. So but then I'm like, is there an N? Is there not an N? I'm reading there's, it. There's, there's not an N. I, I am aware. <laughs> Uh, the Switch Online crappy expansion pass has added five new Genesis games. Altered Beast, Toe Jam and Earl, Dynamite Heady, Sword of Vermilion, and Thunder Force 2. I feel like all these should have been there from the jump. Yeah. Sword of Vermilion, shout out to Tom Johnson, one of my best friends growing up. He loved that game. Uh, turn-based RPG. He loved it. Stalker 2 announces that they're doing NFTs in their game, and then they're like, wait, no, never mind. Everybody's bad. We've changed our minds. We're not going to do it. This NFT crap after I'm Ubisoft. so sick of hearing about it. I don't understand. Like, we talked about it last week with Ubisoft Quartz or whatever it's called. I just, I really don't understand it. I don't know. It's just a way for them. It's, it's just greed and whatever. It, it is what it is. <sighs> We're not an NFT, but we are done for this week. This has been episode 263 of the Two-Player Co-op Podcast. Thank you all for watching, listening, subscribing, sharing, liking, and all the like. Until next time, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing.